So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rematches Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Who's this baby face that just joined us? Hi guys. <laughs> um, how do I sound good to you? Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you, you guys both sound like great. I, I just appreciate you sound like you're in the next room or you're in the next piece here. I'm in the next piece. I mean, you're you're not. You're sitting across the table from me. Whatever. Is that a good thing? I is this a That's a good thing. It's a good Are thing. You on to me. What the fuck <laughs> is this? Cue music. <laughs> you know, I can do that. I can do that for Cue? my mixer board. So I'm going to do that next time. I can do that this time, actually. Hold on. Let me try this real Cue. fast. It'll be real fast, I promise. You tell me when to cue. Go. <laughs> yep. Nope. Donnie, this is a solid code. Keep going, Ryan. <laughs> Ryan, don't stop. The whole, Ryan, the whole score. You crazy mother. Meow, meow. The whole score. Just keep going. Do not listen to Donnie. You're in the zone. I get it. No, he's not. He's out. <sighs> Donnie ruined it. Donnie scrubbed the take. Well, if you don't know, now we'll know. Say the next word, I promise. <laughs> Cue the music. And a three, a two, a one. Nope, this one. Starting over. I can't hear anything. I, I don't think I'll I never hear anything, hear anything again. No, it's so, so loud. Yes, it's so I can't loud. hear my headphones. I can't hear my headphones. Turn my cans up. Everyone in their car driving to work is like, oh, fuck. Put your shirt down over your swastika tattoo. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh, boy. Nope. No, I'm I don't. Have, to clarify, I do not have a swastika tattoo. <laughs> Um, you were only allowed to brew four bears for the rest of your life. What four bears would you pick? Uh, Grizzly, Kodiak, <laughs> um, <laughs> Polar, um, and then I'm going to have to follow up on a panda. Uh, Ryan, I think he was talking about beers. Who doesn't love Woody? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you had like, um, literally 90 other characters. Hey, I didn't... In on, huh? I didn't... Who doesn't love to cop a good buzz? The thing doesn't like to stroke their slink. (laughs) This was not what Disney intended. (laughs) Good girl. I think I've only caught dysentery one time on an Uber. I mean, (laughs) Jesus, man. And you go, you know what? I want a, I want a pretty sweet little hoagie. Uh, you know, on a meatball sub, and they just launch one through the tube, and it just kind of sloshes up through there, and you just kind of, <laughs> you just kind of get all jazzed. You're like, oh, my hoagie's here, and like, oh just, my god, that would be phenomenal. It's, it's like the true essence of Subway, but Subway never realized it. <laughs> like, I. Could you imagine a meatball sub was the worst example you probably could have used ever? It'd be it'll, on both it'll show up like what the fuck? It would look like a crime balls? scene by the time you got. Yeah. Hey man, stuff yourself. Welcome to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Sit back, pour yourself a pint, and let's get into it. 
Now here's the founder of the Brewmasters Club and your host, Donnie Gallagher. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, good evening, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. I am joined tonight on the official Brewmasters Club podcast, Craft Beers and Geek News, by two lovely and kind young gentlemen. Mr. Lausman, how are you doing, sir? Doing quite well. And actually, just a quick addendum. It's actually, tonight is a rare team blues man, because uh, we're all wearing blue shirts and pullovers and... Nope, this is all getting cut. Damn it. <laughs> nope, it's fine. But you know who's not getting cut? Mr. Ryan. How hey, are you? Brewboy813 in the house. Literally, I'm in my house. It's really cold outside, so. <laughs> <laughs> you should be doing it in your house, unless unless you're going to wake the girls. No, nope, girls are... Oh, no, that little one stays up later than me. Shit. <laughs> All right. Well, glad to have you guys both. We have a packed show and not a lot of time to deal with it. Um, how was how was the holidays, everyone? Fantastic. Santa was great. Great to me. Good. Did you get a lot of brewing equipment? Uh, right. no, but I did get a PS4. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll talk about hey. that a bit later. Mm-hmm. Lost man, how about yourself? Uh, the champagne was a flowing, so I was good. I'm all right. Good times. Where are going? Sounds Me? like you just skipped Christmas, went straight to New Year's. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I celebrate like an ambiguous, like sort of conglomerate of the two. Ah. You just drink champagne all the time and you dance around a tree. It's fine. Excellent. Okay. Well, well, well that's great. Um, the way that we start every show, as you boys are, are well aware of, uh, we usually talk about what we are drinking, what we're going to drink, which we'll get into here in a second. I just want to say Happy New Year to everyone that's out there listening. This is the first show of 2018. I cannot believe that it is already 2018, which means this podcast has been going on now for over two years. So congratulations, guys. Um, very exciting stuff. We actually started this thing in the end of, well, the last few months of 2016. So um, so congratulations, guys. We've been going on for, for old calendar-wise almost two years. But um, we talk about local flavors, anything uh, that we like to to consider here, news in terms of beer, and, of course, um, geeky nuggets of pop culture. That is primarily Star Wars, video games, movies, whatever's going on. We have a lot to talk about tonight. Um, first off, this is the first uh, rendition here. We're going to start talking about Florida Craft Beer Days. So before we really get into it, guys, what are you drinking what are you going to drink? Uh, Ryan, if you don't mind, will you kick us off? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I picked up, because it was buy one, get one at Publix, I picked up the Blue Point Brewing Company Hoptical Illusion. I feel like it's a great beer. It could be a little more hoppy, but it's definitely a really good tasting beer. Definitely full malt flavored and comes in at 7%. So if you've not had it, definitely get your hands on it. Um, got a little citrus hops. I think something else, maybe a little more toned down, but definitely hoppy. Uh, definitely got a lot of IBUs, so... Cheers. Fantastic. I have an oldie but a goodie. I'll go last. Mr. Lawson, what are you drinking? Um, so I decided to revisit one. Uh, so this is a Brew Hub original. It's the Rome City IPA. Mm. Um, I talked about it before. Uh, we've, I wasn't the biggest fan, if I'm honest, the first time around. Um, but I enjoyed it while at Brew Hub. And so I'd had, you know, a flight and I'd had all sorts of other, you know, flavors going on and stuff like that. And I don't think I really gave it a good go. But this is actually, you know, true to form. This is actually a uh, it's an IPA that's that's pretty much dedicated to the city of Lakeland, Florida. And so it's just supposed to be one of their um, reminiscent beers of actual Lakeland. So I don't really know how much they hit that nail on the head on that one, but it's a pretty decent IPA. I mean, does it have does it have goose like qualities? It's got feathers in the can. Um, it's it's, <laughs> it's jam packed with underquilt 
feathers and uh, just <laughs> no pin feathers are not in this. Um, it's just a pretty good tasting IPA. And actually I like the idea of it because, you know, I've talked about brew hub a lot on this show and uh, it's actually something cool. They were able to say, okay, cool. Like, so we've got, you know, we're going to make a beer. We're going to make something that's not somebody else's. We're just going to make it and call it our own and dedicate it to the city that we're made in. So hmm. I kind of like it. Yeah, it's it's pretty good in terms of um, anything weird. It's just got a pretty solid citrus taste to it. Not really out of the ordinary other than that, and that's why I disregarded it in the first place. But good IPA. If you if you have the chance, Rome City IPA, dedicated to Lakeland, give it a shot. When in Rome. Uh, <laughs> Lakeland, Rome City? I don't. Yeah, I still don't get a tie-in to Lakeland. I don't know that part of it. I think that's, that's the like. tie-in. Just when in Rome or when in Lakeland, just drink this beer. That could be. No. I don't know that to be... Oh, wait, no, wait, no, hold on. It's founding, uh, almost named Rome City, but no one really knows why. So the city of Lakeland was almost named Rome City. I don't oh, know why. Oh, that's a crazy looking can, yeah. too. It's actually pretty neat. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a purdy one. It's a real purdy one. But like I said, it's a Brew Hub original, which is rare because they kind yeah, of just they, make other... Yeah, they're a partner, partner brewery. Right. They're partner brewery. So um, really cool. Also, one last tidbit. Uh, the can says it's infinitely in recyclable. Fun, fun way to phrase that. That is oh, fun. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Well, also, I got one. I got one after after your own your own gobbler there. I got the golden monkey. Oh, um, and just because I was at the I was at the store and uh, and it just struck me to get it. Now I was at a different store today and I would I passed like seven other beers that that I would have picked up. Um, there's been a copper tail. I don't know if you guys seen this. There's a copper tail called Whoops. Yeah. And it's, mm. it's, a, it's a Berliner Weiss and it's a cranberry eucalyptus, which looks, or hibiscus, excuse me, which actually looks pretty good. I got it for Jenny. It's a lighter alcohol, but it's, um, it, it looks pretty good. It, it sounds good. The, the label oh. sounded good. Yes. No, that is good. Uh, Gus gave me one of those at Christmas. Okay. Yes. The other one, it was an IPA out of some specific IPA line they have. It was called like something O'Connell. And I forget what it was too, but it was again from Coppertail and it looked really good. I I am just the biggest fan of Coppertail. Like I love what they do. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, the victory, of course, you know, the Golden Monkey's always good. But I, I was just cruising through the store last minute. I'm like, oh, he'll appreciate this. So I bring this on, you know, oh, for the course. Cast. Yeah, so somebody's not looking to go to work tomorrow. So cheers. Yeah, solid, <laughs> solid nine and a half. Or um, that's all right. I just, you know, we're just gonna have one, and we'll just take it, take it easy from there. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right. So, so moving on with the show. Uh, of course, this is the first show of 2018, so it would have been fitting for us to do, you know, uh, oh, let's wrap up 2017, or what are we looking forward to in 2018? We, we have a little bit of that when we get in, into the rest of this, but um, but this is going to be the first show where we talked about Florida Craft Beer Day. And those of you who don't know what Florida Craft Beer Day is, it is a holiday that we, as the Brewmasters Club, well, as the Craft Brewers and, and Geek News podcast really started to honor and to appreciate Florida craft beer, um, the millions of jobs it's brought, the economic dollars it's brought to the economy. And we've been doing so for, for three years now. Um, we've actually gotten recognition from the city of Tampa um, calling the day Florida Craft Beer Day. And that day happens to be February 15th. Um, this year it falls on a Thursday. Um, so we'll be um, celebrating Florida Craft Beer Day with a ceremony as we unveil, again, the city's recognition from the mayoral proclamation stating that February 15th, again, in 2018, will be Florida Craft Beer Day. So we'll be at a bar called Brew. We did a podcast from there before. They're good friends of ours, good friends of Ryan's. And we might bring some uh, special guests there to entertain and, uh, and delight. So stay tuned for, for details on that in the coming weeks. 
Um, but I just wanted to put that nugget out there because, you know, you can, you can follow along. We're going to be updating the website soon. It's floridacraftbeerday.com. You can actually check it out there and, and stay tuned. So more on that coming later. But I did bring or I did pack us a list here uh, for best beers of 2017. So if you guys are ready to get into this, we can we can kind of walk through it. And a lot of these, Ryan, have your name all over it. <laughs> Yeah, had a handful of them. I pulled this list basically. I, I went to um uh, to beer advocate and I just basically put in the list that was populated was actually this list here, and it was all the beers from 2017. But really, it was just about any beer um, that that was rank, ranked from Florida. So I put together this list to rank all of the best Florida beers, and these were accumulated over the last year and a half or so. And we'll kind of subset the ones that you haven't had, and we'll talk about you know how we can get them or where we can get them because there's a lot of local breweries on here to Tampa, which I thought was really interesting mm-hmm. with a consideration of funky, funky Buddha, which is not exactly here in Tampa, but it's damn close. So we can go ahead and kick it off with, with a Hanapu, yeah. <laughs> the Imperial Stout. So I can tell you number one being the uh, Hunapu Imperial Stout, the, the double barrel aged version. I only had a little taste of that when we were at Hunapu day. So I've got a little bit more experience with number three. I'm going to skip number two, go down to number three, which is the actual Imperial Stout. Um, so basically, they're just fantastic beers. You get a really good you know, chili flavor, but the barrel-aged, if I can recall from memory, is just absolutely delicious. So yeah, so... Um, I'm going to go through all the Hunter because there's like eight different versions on this list. Honestly, yeah, Donnie, I mean, if you've looked at this list, there's 15 beers on here. And three or four of them are for Cigar City, which is awesome tribute to Cigar City. Um, but it's the same beer, Hunapu, three times. Oh, wait. No, I forgot. Life is Like, dot, 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 is also a Cigar City beer. So I've yet to have that one. But number one, Hunapu Imperial Stout, double barrel aged. Fantastic. Had it Hunapu Day. Uh, only had a couple sips, though. I'm not a fan of barrel aged beers for whatever reason. I just am not. But it was still very tasty, uh, full of aroma, full of flavor. Uh, Hunapu Imperial Stout is a treasured beer in my heart. And I actually just had the 2015 uh, Hunapu Imperial Stout on New Year's Eve. A buddy of mine invited us over. We had pizza. We had a bunch of different beers. And he had a bottle of the 2015 version. If I could tell you how sweet it was, it was just fantastic. Um and then scrolling down, which, by the way, going back to number three, if you follow us on the Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page, you would have seen a photo of that. So you should already know I had that by now. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't worry about the numbers. I think we're just gonna we're just gonna pick and, and go through these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then bourbon barrel age. So Hunapu gets two or three beers, different styles on this list for uh, 2017 beers of the year. Can I interject? Mm-hmm. Yes. Highlight nowhere on here. See again, what where I found this from was the the number of votes that people had. So that if you you, you can range it by votes and then by state and by brewery, and I chose state and votes. So the highest amount of votes per the beers coming out of the state of Florida is this list right here. But but again, I mean, a lot of these I haven't had either. Yeah. I wanted to highlight this list because the Hunapu that Ryan like raves about, and if you listen to I don't know, every third episode of this podcast, you're, you're raving about the Hanapu, if it's their halfway there party or their their annual release or saving a bottle or busting it out for a special you know occasion. I just thought there was significance here because like Ryan oh, said, yeah. it's like three versions of that on this list. Oh, um, yeah. Which is which is pretty cool. And there's a lot of Cigar City on here, which is pretty cool. And Cigar City does does make really good beer. They do. Um, and they what- just do. 
what's not on here is the strawberry version. I had that and I thought that was absolutely fantastic. So maybe just what I, yeah. What, what I also, what else, what I, what I thought about was weird about this too, is that, that the copper tail wasn't on there anywhere. And, and I, mm. I was just raving about copper tail. Like I think that they're one of the best breweries in, in the state. Honestly, I've had a lot of Florida beer. I mean, maybe they're just not big enough. They don't have the distribution. I don't know, but the branding, the beer, the labels, the flavor, the styles they try. I love everything about copper tail. Well, you know, you know what I'm picking up about this list and to, to what Lyle said, why isn't, why isn't the highlight on here? Highlight is a damn good beer. Um, like German, like a second ago, you're like, why is this? Um, so, so. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but no, uh, what I, yeah, yeah, pull that, pull your shirt down over your swastika. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Oh boy. Nope. No, I don't fun have you. to clarify. I do not have a swastika tattoo. <laughs> oh, you added an H that is literally a German thing to do. <laughs> that's, what, that's what Nazis do. Oh, yeah, nine. Nope. <laughs> nine. Nope. Um, no, no, Ryan's not. He said his code Nazi. words. It's a speaking of. Yeah, it's a trigger. Uh, no, this <laughs> list. <Trigger is>, <laughs> I think this list is made of beers that are not brewed monthly and and all that. They're they're brewed once to twice a year. The Hunapu once a year. Um, last Buffalo in the park. You get that once a year based on what's last left over. Or, excuse, yeah, based on the last snow. They barrel aged that. That's the last Buffalo in the park. Um, you know. I could be wrong, but it, it looks like most of well, this last, list last is snow. exclusive. Yeah. yeah. Well, they brew that twice a year, once in the beginning and once at the end. Uh, that might be actually the same. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Once a year, you get these. So, I mean, even Funky Buddha has three or four beers on here. So these are rotational yeah. beers. They're not, they're, you know, they're all seasonal. They're not just on, on tap or available yearly like the highlights. So I'd like to see a yearly available for list, but um, yeah, well, we, I mean, we could subset it by that. What yeah. I'm saying is that this, this clearly means that these beers are all pretty special and people, they are them in certain regards. So, Oh yeah. Um, they're, they're annual for a reason. Laos man. I'd like to see a highlight available <laughs> annually. I mean, uh, to count your point, Ryan. The white oak. No, I'd like, I'd like to see a perennial highlight in my fridge, like just okay. one that's always available. <laughs> okay. Cause that's, right. I, that's how much of a, fan i am i mean i love them no, no it's, a, it's a great it's a great beer but the white oak style is once a year so you know to that credit but that's not on the list so True. what i was trying to get with this is to, is to say that florida makes some pretty some pretty good beers each one of these had 1200 to 15 to 1700 votes if not over 2000 uh for the first five i think so um, it was just it was just pretty impressive to see that people really like this stuff and the ones that are seasonal like we, we've mentioned are basically everyone on this list pretty important stuff and people really really dig them so um the seasonal stuff you know seasonality adds a different flair and, and availability and exclusivity to the beer which i think is really cool um, but again part of that which we're always talking about is how do you stay unique how do you stay fresh how do you stay ahead of of the curve of this brewing phase and, and brewery explosion that we're going through you know this is how you make you make fantastic beer um, that that people are are able to get once in a blue moon, and and most of these are over ten percent. <laughs> so yeah, well, pretty... except for the dragon fruit, that's at three point five. <laughs> so yeah, which I'm pretty sure well, I had. You... I'm pretty sure yeah. that's what I had when we were in Lakeland. Else, but it could be wrong. At the oh, bar, well, that's the hipster bar. Yeah, the hipster bar. Oh yeah, now that place is great. Oh man, the compound. Yeah, Love the, the compound. compound. Yeah, it was pretty good. Oh yes. Um, but yeah, no, we won't go on about that. <laughs> All right. 
Well, before we move past the brewing section, I did have a couple of uh, quick questions for for Ryan, uh, basically. And Lost, you can chime in too, because I'm sure you'll have some commentary. But but Ryan, there was some some fan uh, questions that were submitted, and they were all brewing related. So um, one was from Ler, which is basically a um, just a some intro to brewing stuff. Um, she wanted to know four or five here quick questions. Uh, and you just give them to me rapid fire, okay? Mm-hmm. I'll try right. my best. What's your What's your top tip for new brewers? Top tip for new brewers: sanitize everything, and don't use um, extract malt or malt extract. However you want to say it. Lightning round. All right. Do you use a kit or your own recipe? Started with kits, then developed my own. Now I think okay. Caveat to this one because I think own recipe basically. You go in, you say, hey, listen, I'm trying to achieve this kind of flavor, and you build a recipe. It's not necessarily Ryan's recipe that you built yourself from scratch. I mean, now maybe when you're 50-plus brews, but oh, a yeah. beginner's tip, you, you probably weren't doing uh, that. No, I mean, well, wait, so what are you asking exactly? I'm saying, like, you, you don't have your own key recipe. I mean, you have a couple, I know, but, like, you didn't start out that way. You you had built a recipe, you tweaked a little bit, and then you you kind of oh, went yeah. there and selected the grains and did it yourself. Oh yeah, definitely. Once once you get a couple of brews under your belt, you'll you'll learn what the the grains taste like. You'll learn what the um, the the wort tastes like, and how to kind of gauge your flavor profiles. That comes after a couple of brews. But yeah, uh, I just if I could go back in time, I wouldn't have started with a kit. So okay, two questions left. Why do you think people homebrew? For the I mean, it's fun. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I have a. a, a fermenter on my on my counter right now well i have a fermenter on my counter right now i get the it's like fish it's like watching all the yeast swim around and you know turn turn all that sugar to alcohol it's cool it's like a science project every time and what do you think a hesitation is to people that aren't home brewing or haven't tried it yet uh overly complicating it 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 is you know so it, it seems like it's a hard task it does take a couple of hours but once you do it a couple of times you start to realize hey this isn't as hard as i thought so yeah don't overcomplicate it. Keep it simple. Okay, good answers. Thanks for the lightning round. Laos, the next question is for you. This is from John T. And I had a feeling you were looking at this one. Uh, um, <laughs> a little game. And I'm not going to correct any typos. Um, you were only allowed to brew four bears for the rest of your life. What four bears would you pick? Uh, Grizzly Kodiak. <laughs> um, <laughs> Does Ewok count? Polar. No. <laughs> Polar. Um, and then I'm going to have to follow up on a panda. Yeah, that's, that's a panda. Good, choice. Good choices. Uh, Ryan, I think he was talking about beers. If you only could brew four beers for the rest of your brewing history, <laughs> what would those be? Oh, like the, uh, the style, um, style of beer, IPA, Bear. Belgium, Porter stout. Okay. Are those easier than others that you found? Or you just enjoy brewing nah. those more? Porters and stouts are pretty tough just because it's a delicate blend, but the hardest is lagers because you have to wait four months and that sucks. Yeah. I'd say for my list, I'd say the hardest is a polar, um, <laughs> primarily <laughs> due to the <laughs> geographic location to nowhere else. Yeah. That's what I'd have to go with. F- freezing blocks of pig blood really is just tough. Yeah. Yeah. Tough no, I think it's difficult at temperature. <laughs> last question for ryan would you or have you ever thought about brewing a dogfish head 120 clone and this comes from an unknown facebook user uh i've not tried the 120 clone but i did just try to make my own 60 minute ipa so i think that's kind of close and if i wanted to i could probably try a clone or second best 
because nothing's going to top the 120. No, the 120 is is classic, but there is a recipe out by the Homebrew Association, homebrewassociation.org. Look it up if you guys want to try it. Thank you very much for playing along in this week's game of fan questions. Can you just insert a bear noise? Like a bear noise right now? Just like... (laughs) Yeah, can you please just insert one of those? Just like right about here. That'd be great. Thank you. Not doing that. Moving right along. Come on. (laughs) This is... This is the section of the show that we call our geek news where we like to drink it on in or send it on back. I'm really getting sick of that one. I think we need to change change that c- catchphrase. Laos, that's on you. I can, I can help with that. That's absolutely okay. so. Yeah. You got it. All right. Um, also, so this is what we talk about our, our geek news section. So we're talking about movie news, um, video games, all sorts of stuff. We have a lot to talk about tonight in this particular section. But, of course, I want to just let you guys know about a new segment with some really terrible audio. And I apologize guys but this is the first time that we can studio equipment here so we have been testing it and um and unfortunately for the first hour and 45 minutes we recorded uh we, we did it's it's bad audio but it's a, it's a cool story it's called an old disbelief it is a um tabletop rpg game that we created and have broken out into three episodes that will play intermittently in between our regular scheduled programming so check it out um if you see it it's called a galaxy's Battle an Old Disbelief, which is a, a direct play on um, Star Wars A New Hope, uh, but in no legally binding connection. Um, that's that's why it's named that way. So check it out. And the audio, please just give us a pass with that and just do your best. But basically, <laughs> I, I put I put the guys up against um, a, a tabletop RPG that was created in 1986. We've made our own story. Um, the audio will be better, I promise. But be a new episode of that coming out probably on Monday, Tuesday next week. Um, so moving right along, Geek News. Boys, the Walt Disney Company had a fiscal full year and Q4 2017 earnings call. A lot of news came out of that. We can go rapid fire if you guys want to. I don't know if you had a chance to look it over, but there's a lot of new stuff coming. Um, basically, Lossman, did you get a chance to peek through this? Uh, absolutely, yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff we've already talked about. Um, a lot of stuff, you know, when you're really looking for it, you've already seen before, but uh, uh, very interesting all the way through. So, um uh, some some neat little tidbits for some people who haven't really been keeping up on the uh, reading their Mickey monitors, if you will. So yep. basically, if you've already seen it, fantastic. If you haven't, you're going to hear about it now. <laughs> That's right. Um, I mean, essentially, I'll just I'll just hit some of the ones that I thought were, were very much the highlights. Uh, the Great Movie Ride closed at Walt Disney World, which I think everybody kind of knows. Um, that was the Hollywood Studios, and um, that closed on August 13th. We actually wrote it on August 12th, uh, Lost Man and uh, Company. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, but that will be opening for Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. I think that's pretty cool. It's um, putting guests into a classic two D Mario, Mario Mickey cartoon. Um, Galaxy's Edge will still be opening in 2019 at an undisclosed date, which we do not know. But that will um, be Disney Hollywood Studios' newest land um, because Toy Story Land at the Hollywood Studios will debut um, in summer of 2018, so this year. Um, that's pretty cool. I don't know. Are you girls into two- Toy Story at all, Ryan? Uh, no, but they are in the Star Wars right now. So, <laughs> but no, not Toy Story, not mm, a little bit, but not much. No. Well, I bet it'll still blow their minds if you go there and take them to a place where they can see all the toys and, and ride the rides. And oh, that yeah. Kind of stuff. Who doesn't love Woody? Oh, boy. <laughs> Just, you had like um, literally 90 other characters. Hey, I, I, didn't, in on, huh? I, I didn't say Who doesn't that? love the cop of good buzz? <laughs> yeah, no. That would have been fine, but the Who thing is. like to stroke their slink. <laughs> oh. 
This is on. this was not what Disney intended or Hollywood Studios <laughs> intended. <laughs> Good girl. Oh. Please continue. Moving on. <laughs> the Disney Skyline Gondola System is slated to connect along several points of Walt Disney World, including Epcot, Hollywood Studio, and the new nearby resorts. There is a new um, on-demand transportation service happening at Walt Disney World called the Minivan Service. I learned about this. Also, I don't know if you've asked anybody about this, um, but basically it is like an Uber that you can call at any time, but it costs $20. So if you're going two miles or you're going 20 miles, which you probably can't because I don't think the property is that wide, it costs 20 yeah. bucks. You see them driving around all over the place, and they can even use the bus lanes, which I think is kind of, you know, one-sided. But okay, uh, twenty bucks, which I think is a, a bit much. So, well, when you mentioned the bus lanes, that's actually you kind of sold me on it. I was like, so you're telling me I can go anywhere and be dropped right up front and have zero issues? Might be worth the extra five. Yeah, but Uber does the same thing. Well, Uber does it in a confusing, weird, like sort of Armenian way where it's like all of a sudden no one knows what's happening and you wind up in the bus route and everyone's like, well, okay, just get out. Like, it's fine. <laughs> like, Just get out. Get out. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, f- I guess I'm here. Like, that's cool. Like, I don't know. I, I guess I'm just too used to like a Lakeland style Uber where it's like, we're old timey here. We're just like, right. well, I reckon we're here. And I'm like, well, I reckon we are. <laughs> you guys arrive by carriage. <laughs> Yeah, we typically take carriage and or is you your, know horseback. Is your Uber called the Oregon Trail? Do you get dysentery before you get dropped off? Do you have to lose two kids before or trade a wagon wheel for an or- oxen? Okay, rapid fire. Uh, I think I've only caught in dysentery one time on an Uber. I mean, <laughs> oh, Jesus, <God>. man. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Just don't drink the water. It's not that difficult. Do they give you water on your Ubers in Lakeland? Not, not on the good ones, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. The all-immersive Star Wars hotel experience was announced, of course, as past rumors had confirmed. Um, the hotel will actually put guests into the Star Wars universe and allow them to dress and spend a day as if they were in the Star Wars world. I think that's pretty neat. Unfortunately, it's going to be very expensive. I've heard to the tune of 500 bucks a night, which kind of mm. sucks. So you're spending 500 bucks a night to stay in a hotel that you can't leave because you're part of the experience. Sounds kind of crazy. Uh, I'm not really sure how that's going to work. I'm excited, though. I really want it to happen. Are they going to give everybody, like, is it going to be, like, laser tag? What? I imagine it's going to, I really think. No, no, be, seriously, that would be I really, phenomenal. I, I really think they'll be, they'll be like, not trip wires, but they'll be sensors. When you walk past the hallway, you trigger a cut scene or something, and actors come out and reenact the scene of something. I mean, I don't know. It would be, it'd be very crazy, but it's certainly something that, that Disney's putting a whole bunch of bucks behind this whole immersive experience thing. And I think that's very cool because, yeah, again, it's something only Disney can do. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I thought, I thought the same thing about, you know, when they wanted to get a little bit more inclusive in the past in their parks, not so much their hotels, but I thought, you know, okay, so they, you know, people show up to these shows and yeah, it's cool. You get the kids involved and it's great. Um, I thought it'd be cool if like the the, the people at the park were part, like they were like the unsuspecting crowd in the show. I thought that would be cool. I don't know about a hotel where like you turn, you have to pay all this money and then you're like, well, I kind of have to go to dinner and you're like, well, I guess I'll just stay for this assault. <laughs> Dark, Dark, like, like, Darth Vader's like, 
come on, man. Like you, you pay for this. We have to, we have to do this now. Yeah. You have to, yeah. you actually have to come on. Just he's like, I'll, I'll he's just going, <laughs> he's going, the, the appetizers were included. They're complimentary. <laughs> Don't even act like that. That's what you need to be in a rush for. You need to leave now because calamari, I doubt it. <laughs> Oh, there's an Admiral I'll, Akbar. I'll waste the calamari. There. Keep watching. I'll waste the calamari. Don't. Oh, he did. Admiral Akbar was just <laughs> cast aside in the Last Jedi. It's too uh, soon. Spoilies. Spoiler. You haven't heard that part. <laughs> it's a spoilies. It's been past two weeks. There, it's, it's fine. They're fine. Yeah, that's true. Uh-huh. That's true. Spoilers. Moving on. Um, a uh, let's see. The Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy is coming into the old Ellen ride, uh, which again we did uh, ride on the twelfth of August, which closed down the next day. So that's exciting. Uh, that Guardians of the Galaxy is coming there. I don't know what the hell they could possibly do. A lot of movies. I have a feeling to be a lot of movies. You know, there's only a short ride area of that, so there'll be there'll be a lot of movie there. But should be fun. Should be good. I don't know. Apparently, Guardians is going to be around for a while. The Avengers are heading to space. You know, so obviously the Guardians will will start to pull more of a of rank in the Marvel universe. So that's exciting. Um, and then lastly, Mission Space debuted a third mission that includes a tour around Earth and then a new restaurant. If you want to get off the ride, eat there, then puke all of the bathroom because that ride's terrible. <laughs> uh, that, will, that will be built uh, to simulate guests eating in space and then vomiting again everywhere. Oh, that <laughs> sounds terrible. Which is what that Dude, ride is really good for. Come on. Uh, well, let's, see, let's see this. Uh, <laughs> Well, this this restaurant Laos is is the first uh, the first test because this will probably come out this year actually I really think it will this 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 restaurant is going to be the one that was rumored where there was so when you go into the restaurant it was supposed to be the one across from the speedway in uh, Magic Kingdom now to the one at Epcot here which is right outside the Mission Space but the cool thing is there are no like just like the hotel that we're talking about the Star Wars Hotel Ryan when you look when you sit in this restaurant which imagine this applied to the hotel. Every window, instead of seeing an outside space, it literally looks like you are looking at a window of the space station. So Star Wars, the Star Wars Hotel will be the same way. You, you will not see any natural light. You will not see any natural oh. anything. It will all be like you have literally, you go into an elevator or whatever it is, you cross through the, the you know, sliding doors, and all of a sudden you're in a space station, and everywhere you look is themed appropriately. So... When you look out a window and expect to see the valet, you'll see like space mm. valet, the, the space valet. Yeah. Do the doors <laughs> open up or out? Like, like, do they part ways? They could. They very well could. Yeah. That would be. Are There's those little? little what, what are those little drone things that like? Crawl the mouse Yeah, the mouse droids. Are they going to be around? <laughs> yep, be cool. they probably will. Um, yeah, they probably will. Will it be built like a? Will you see pipes and? things i mean that'd be kind of cool stormtroopers they'll be full of steam they'll be full of steam just like they are in the movies for whatever reason (laughs) because no one uses steam (laughs) no one uses steam power anymore just fyi but whatever that's fine no i don't i don't know exactly what it's gonna look like but this this restaurant will be a very interesting test concept because what i was worried about is when you walk into a place like this you automatically get like disoriented and you're just like oh my god i can't handle this i feel i need to get out of here you know i'm worried about that (laughs) kind of a reaction so i think they're going to test it on this platform and see it sounds exciting to me because yeah i would love to just like step into a fully immersive area like that it, you know what in all honesty it sounds like a a, sand, a competing sandwich shop to what i want to open up which is uh you know the tube technology from banks where you put your deposit in like a tube and you shoot it up yeah, i want a technology do- for banks that was developed 30 years ago 
thank you. Uh, it's quite antiquated. Uh, I want to <laughs> launch hoagies through there. Like, so you yes. order, you sit yes. down at a table and you go, you know what? I want a, I want a pretty sweet little hoagie, uh, you know, on a meatball sub. And they just launch one through the tube and it just kind of sloshes up through there. And you just kind of, <laughs> you just kind of get all jazzed. You're like, oh, my hoagie's here. And like, oh just, my God, that would be phenomenal. It's it's like the true essence of Subway, but Subway never realized it. <laughs> like I've been dwelling they put on their subs way. in a Subway to get them to you? Exactly. Why, why do we not have a grid of just these tubes sending us food daily? Why is that I, not a thing? Could you imagine? A meatball sub was the worst example <laughs> you probably could have used <laughs> ever. It'd be it'll, on both it'll show up like, what the fuck? It would look like a crime balls. scene by the time you got yeah. it. <laughs> Hey man, look, all right. I like meatball subs. I don't know what you want from me, but I, I know it. what I want out of this restaurant. It looks like, like a damn crime scene. <laughs> what you do is buy up an old bank and then just redirect the tubes and make it work. Oh my god, that's such a great idea. No, that's a terrible idea. No, it's no, you not. Know what, okay. You know what a better it's the best you know drive-through a... ever. No, no, no it, it's not a drive-through. Oh, it's not okay. a drive-through. It's got to be still? a table. I was thinking drive-through. <laughs> so you just buy a bank. That was the drive-through part. <laughs> so you get it. Wanna... Your, you get it delivered on your table, and then you open the little hatch and it just sprays you with marinara <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in a crumpled-up sub. <laughs> Look, man, you gotta adjust a PSI daily. I don't know what you want from this restaurant. That's not. That's not the immersive experience they were going for. I don't think. <laughs> if you dial it in, you'll get a toasty, steaming hot. Meatball sub. I, okay, look, this isn't about my restaurant, right? Coming right up your chute. Well, why don't you try? Why don't you try with soup? Soup might work better. Look, I've already thought about soup. All right, it's not the same. It's not the same. Okay. The soup would be on a. It'd be on like a steady street. Would be like you get like a tap of soup. You'd be like, like oh God, no. soup tap, and shooting woot like wontons what everywhere. About noodles. What about noodles? Yeah. What about wontons and noodles and such? Brit noodle tap. Look, man, I thought of all this. It, this isn't about my restauranteerism. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm I loving it. That. I think it's a fantastic idea. Again, this isn't about my restauranteerism. Okay, can we All move right. on? Yeah, we're moving on. All right. So, anyways, in in the same vein of of the Disney piece and Laos's subway, <laughs> that <laughs> is a subway. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the name has been taken though. They already did it in Wally. Like this isn't a new <laughs> technology. Okay. All right. Anyways. Uh... In, in the same vein as, as all of that, not not what Lal said, but the Disney stuff. Um, Marvel uh, Phase Three is ending, and and we're gonna we're gonna see it wrap up with the Avengers uh, Three, which is the Infinity War. Uh, we're gonna cover that a whole lot more. Uh, I think in the next next few months, next few weeks. Really looking forward to T'Challa's new suit and the Black Panther. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm looking forward to the Black Panther. I think it's gonna be cool. I'm afraid that the tropes are going to be replayed pretty standardly, like Tarzan meets Captain America, where they they're enemies and then they're friends again, and then by the end of it, they're you know fighting the same bad guy. I think that's how it's going to kind of play out. But uh, I'm excited to see it either way. So uh, just to wrap up the Disney piece, are you guys excited about Marvel Phase Three? I am excited about the end of the Infinity Wars, as I am confused about the end of the Infinity Wars. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I. I've been perplexed by that since they released the poster. I was like, the hell is happening here? Are we starting to end this thing? <laughs> you never know. For some reason, I think Snoke I guess, is behind all of this. I, nope, that's now that's not the... 
Well, mm. that's all I have to offer. <laughs> no, it's going to be good. <laughs> well, looking so looking past that, yeah, I think I think we've got a lot of fun stuff in terms of Marvel Marvel movies coming out. Of course, we've got Star Wars, you know, the the solo movie coming out in May. So we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later too. Oh, yeah. Um as as well as our 2018 looking forward to games. I have a couple listed here, but I kind of want to get Dane's take on it. Uh briefly, I want to touch on two things. Um, I want you guys of course as well, but I want to touch on two things here just because this is going to be new to our audience that is not necessarily understanding the fact that Ryan is brand new to video games in general. Uh short of 1983 <laughs> classics Super Nintendo, but Ryan has been playing a lot of Battlefront 2, as well as we all have. I think we took probably half the month of December and gamed pretty regularly. So yeah. so Ryan, the newest, not only Star Wars fan and video gamer in the group, how are you feeling about this Battlefront 2 thing, man? Just finished it. I actually thoroughly enjoyed it. It had me hooked from start to finish. It, it took me a while to kill one of the main bad guys in the first part of, uh, of the storyline. It took me about five or six hours. Uh, it did not take me that long. I I had him in like less than 30 minutes. Well, it had me for hours. Um, <laughs> which you did good, bud. You hung in there. Yeah, I did. did. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to deflate your story. At one point, Thanks I had I had it going for like an hour and a half, and I kept looking at the clock. I was like, I got to go to work tomorrow. And then I kept looking at the clock. I was like, I got to go to work tomorrow. And then I was like, fuck it. And I just committed suicide after like an hour and a half of like flying around. Yeah. Yeah, it was terrible. I was dizzy and like I even had visions of flying upside down the next day, like as I was at my work oh. computer. Yeah, it was pretty bad. Um, no, I just I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, I've not played too many video video games, but it's definitely got me hooked. And now I'm playing all the online stuff and I'm all equipped with all the different things. So, yeah, it's been fun. I'm getting better. That's Here's let's put it that real, way. Yeah. Here's a real question. How many times when at work in the following morning did you scream at customers for the chancellor? Um, <laughs> that's none. That's an old throwback. <laughs> well, that's an old throwback, but uh, you'll appreciate yeah, you're that. You're throwing back to a game that you didn't play, which is the original. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I've got all right. Well, I've got a sweet deed on that, just FYI, but we, we don't have to address it now. We can. Uh, so, uh, rando fun fact, uh, I got this information only 12 hours ago, uh, according to IGN gamer, but, uh, the original star Wars battlefront two received an update 12 years after it actually oh, originally sick. launched. Oh, that's it awesome. For, so it's for PC only. Unfortunately, no. it's not for consoles, Bullshit. but it was to kind of sort of uh, bring everything up to speed for them. It's almost like they saw a rise in the game that would not normally have come about. And so it was to, to fix some minor bugs uh, is what they specified. And then they also said that it was to be cross-platform between Steam and a GOG. I'm not familiar with that one, but it looks to be like a video game streaming uh, streaming source. But, a GOG, uh, of course. Yeah, a GOG. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, of course, yes. Um, that's the one I, <laughs> I pronounced it correctly. Is. No, I pronounced it correctly. Okay, um, we'll, we'll figure no. it out. Yeah, so they were they're actually going cross platform apparently, but it's PC to PC. So however you want to look at that. Uh, but actually, they were to be able to make sure they were doing minor bug fixes. They were keeping up on appearances, basically um, being able to do things like having Steam names um, actually show up in like 
actually while playing. So, uh, you know, Ryan, you don't you're not aware of this game, but this mm-hmm. the original Star Wars Battlefront Two. It was a great time. Me and Donnie have lost. It yeah, several, it's, a, it's a very good game. Very Wait, good. Wait, so, so, so what I've been hours. playing is not really Battlefront Two. Well, it is, but it's not yeah. the first Battlefront Two. Right. If you so really should, shouldn't, shouldn't this be Battlefront Three? It should, but it what, shouldn't. You can make the argument. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, not making an argument. I'm just asking, what the hell? <laughs> like, Well, you're asking quizzically, so it sounds like an argument. <laughs> well, no, the real, the real, I'm asking because the they're calling this Battlefront 2, but you're saying a game from 12 years ago is actually Battlefront 2. Is that what you said? That's it correct. is. Yeah, but see, the real Stop. monster here is EA. EA is the real monster. Oh. They made a Battlefront 1 a couple years ago and then they made battlefront 2 to be the supplement to battlefront 1 that they made makes sense they're beautiful yeah battlefront 2 and battlefront 1 from the original xbox and whatever was a different game very good though very different but we will get into this at another time we have we we have battlefront 2 chat we have games from 2018 to look forward to and we have a a large conversation that needs to take place over a little thing called PUBG. If you don't know what PUBG is, Google it, YouTube it, download it on Play or on PC, uh, buy it on Xbox if you're Richard and you want to, uh, but uh-huh. learn up on it because next time you hear from us, we will be talking into great detail as to what is coming up in 2018, this PUBG thing, uh, Ryan's Battlefront 2 experience, and much, much more. So, boys, I'd like to take this time to establish where everyone can find you guys, whether it be on social media or otherwise. Where can the good kids find you, Ryan? Yeah, uh, Twitter and also Instagram at BroodBoy813. And also hit us up at the uh, Craft Brews and Geek News on the Facebook machine. And Mr. Lausman? Uh, before I do my intro, I would like to do a quick subset of this. Why isn't Ryan's name on Twitter O'Ryan's Delts? Like, it could be great. It's like a like a huge smelted delta situation plus Ryan. I don't know. In any event, uh, you can find me. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Mr. Lousman. Just go ahead and cut that out there, Donnie. Uh, I liked it. No, no, no. We should keep that in there. That'd be cool, right? Orion's delts. Whoever like felt it, dealt it. There you go. Oh, and you could. That could be your signature bit. I'm sorry. Oh, be sure to cut all this out, Louse. Don't worry. <laughs> Stuff yourself. It's all being snipped. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. No, it's all good. It's all good, man. And you can always find me and, of course, the Brewmasters Club by hashtagging Brewmasters Club on all social media channels um, or find me on uh, Insta, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, or on Twitch at uh, Craft Brews and Geek News. We actually have that as our as our handle there. So um, the show is, is getting uh, – uh, we are moving along, and we are ready for 2018. I am excited to bring it on. We have a lot going on. Um, no Star Wars celebration this year, which is crazy, but it'll be next year for sure. Um, they're doing them every two years now, so stay tuned for that as well. Uh, like I said, we've got a lot of video game news coming up. We're really looking forward to 2018, and we hope to see you guys there. So as we say at the end of every podcast, Laos. This is a brief iteration of the Porg noise. <laughs> <laughs> they usually do two, though. Do they do two, or do they okay. just do two? In the <laughs> Everyone's got a critic, all right? It's also... Yeah. That was... That was a good, it was yeah. good noise, though. I like, I like your great. noise. It was good. Well, thank all you. Right. I, 
Okay, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers.